Hello and welcome to the Tonic Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Harry Hedges. I will be your host today. And today I'm going to be talking about World Obesity Day. It's incoming. Uh, I'm recording this day on February the 29th, which was actually my daughter's due date. But she uh, graced us with her presence last Friday, which was absolutely wonderful. Um, But this 4th of March, a few days time, is World Obesity Day. And I think it's an interesting topic to talk about on a YouTube video and a podcast because in my opinion there's a massive misunderstanding of obesity. People tend to be very um, led by you know, the actual definition of obesity which is your BMI, if you're over a BMI of 25, uh, certainly over 30, uh, your height versus your weight. Um, sometimes physically people will look at people and will make a judgment across their weight um, and they will be defined whether they are obese or not. And I think while that, you know, the first the first part of that could be the literal sense of the word, there's so many layers to obesity that no one talks about. Okay, obesity is emotional, it is physical, it is mental, it is to a certain extent financial, certainly psychological. There's all these layers to it. I'm going to touch on some of those, but I think the most important thing to understand with obesity and the definition I'm going to provide for you in a moment will identify certain parts of obesity, and if you do that, you've got a much better chance of reversing it. Okay, so I think many people do believe that just just the way they are. But I think there's certain parts of our life and some of it is choices. Some of it is out of our control. But if we get that right, it is so, 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 so valuable. So what I mean by this is, in my opinion, obesity is not somebody who have a BMI of over 30 or what have you. It is somebody who is usually a stressed out individual who is losing confidence with less options to express themselves, who has a narrowing of what gives them happiness rather than broadening their happiness through different aspects of their life, living an increasingly sedentary lifestyle um, and can feel a bit trapped, okay? That's kind of the definition. I kind of went around the houses there a little bit because I actually sort of thought of more things as I was saying it. Um, But that can happen quite easily through again things out of our control okay i'll give you an example emotional strain so when somebody has an accident or loses a loved one or it can even be something like um you know strain for emotional strain from work not necessarily knowing they've got security at their job or whatever it may be they will seek happiness from elsewhere in the short term way now Look, of course, certain other things that can provide that, alcohol, smoking, these kinds of things. But food is very not just a very available, but also something we have to do. We have to make choices around food on a day-to-day basis. And in the world that we live in now, it's a lot easier to make the wrong... Actually, I don't like to say right or wrong. I don't like that in nutrition because there's a time and a place sometimes. But consistently, calorie-dense choices that are usually quite tasty, quite moorish... And they tend to uh, make people feel better in the moment. Okay, And I think that you can see how a vicious cycle can be created. There's a lot of distractions in this world right now. The whole mobile phone, you can, oh, a bit, bit of irony, I'm on a podcast on YouTube right now. But the whole world is almost trying to grab our attention all the time. Okay, And that can be throughout the evening. And something that's very, very fulfilling. I sit on TikTok sometimes and I'd, I'm there 20 minutes. I don't even realise. And I've laughed at certain bits and pieces and, and it's great. <laughs> but there's got to be a control factor there. The, where I'm getting at is if you're not enjoying maybe, say, part of your job. And this isn't everybody, by the way. But if you're not enjoying your job, people sometimes put off the evening so they have a, uh, they have a sleepless night. They, they, stay, they stay up later because they're getting distracted. They're finding happiness in other ways. 
And this can involve calorie-dense food as well, sleepless night, de-energized in the morning, going back to work, doing something they don't like doing. Vicious cycle, vicious cycle. And especially when people start working from home, because, you know, at, there is a, usually a, a little bit of um, in the office that we don't want to be eating, you know, lots of calorie-dense food in front of people. But at home, no one's around, okay? So it's far easier to kind of go into that realm of make myself feel better while I'm doing something I don't want to do. Making myself feel better while I'm doing something I don't want to do. And that is a common trait to how people will become obese over time. They put on a bit of weight, maybe a bit of pain creeps in. It's very, very normal to not want to do something that's going to create pain. If you if something's hot and you press it, you won't press it again. So if someone, uh, someone has a condition, arthritis or fibromyalgia, these sort of things that... Uh, provide pain when we're moving, not only is there is it very likely we've lost confidence during that time, but also we've had options taken away from us. And it can feel a bit checkmate. It can feel a bit like we haven't got any options. That's why I said at the end, they can feel a bit trapped, okay? It's not just somebody who just overconsumes and doesn't move very much, which comes up so much. It comes up so much in the industry of personal training. If a personal trainer or nutritionist says that to you, while, again, it's literally correct, it means they don't know what they're talking about, okay? Because we know, again, it's psychological, there's stress involved, there's boredom, there's environment, there's different factors to this stuff. Life is not predictable. You could have all the momentum in the world. Today is February the 29th. People on the January the 1st were exceptionally serious about their goals this year, and it is a fact that 80% have already stopped doing them, okay? So it's just something that we do. However, what I'm saying is, is that rather than being reliant on motivation, which so many people do, they, we want to be reliant on discipline and pillars towards how we can change this. And the way, the way we know how to change that is to look at that definition of obesity I said a minute ago um, and start to work against it a little bit. So for example, Stressed out at work. Okay, well, we can't do nothing about the job unless we decide to leave work. It's not for me to give career advice. But what, what could we look at? Okay, well, there's a bit of traffic in the morning getting to work. And it makes me run, I'm running late. Well, that's a stressful start to the day. So can we go to bed? Can we wake up a bit earlier? If we're going to wake up a bit earlier, we don't want to lose our sleep quality. So maybe we can, look, we need to get seven to nine hours. Do we need to go to bed an hour earlier? Uh, okay, I'm struggling with my sleep. Though. Okay, what's our caffeine consumption like six hours before then? Because we know that caffeine's still present six hours later. What's our alcohol consumption like? Because that can impact our sleep as well. Certainly more calories as well. What, are we looking at bright lights? Are we looking at bright screens before bed? When are we eating uh, before bed? Have we got two hours to digest our food? And then suddenly, oh, my sleep quality is getting better. Oh, I'm feeling more energized. I'm getting up a bit earlier. Great. I'm no longer in traffic. So when I get to work, I'm no longer stressed. I've had a good quality breakfast in the morning. Uh, I'm feeling better about myself already. Work is work, whether you like it or don't like it, whatever it may be, but I'm, I'm, I'm cracking on with my day. Uh, lunchtime's coming. I've pre-planned my lunch. I'm going to have a protein, fibrous meal. I'm not going to go to the KFC downstairs at the office because it's there. Uh, I'm not going to get involved in this sort of stuff. And if I do, then I'm going to make sure that tomorrow I'm straight back on it again. So already we're creating, we're, we're, we're getting out of that vicious circle, okay? We're looking at certain factors there that are going to help us out a little bit. And that's just, you know, 30 seconds of me making something up, right? <laughs> if you really dig a bit deeper into that, there's so many more options with that. Uh, I work from home. Okay, so there's no traffic in the morning, so there's no stress. But for some reason, we're lying in bed until 10 minutes before we need to be in front of our Zoom call at nine o'clock. Well, okay, so realistically, can I get home a bit earlier? Well, yes, I probably can, to be honest with you. I've got to get the kids to school. Okay, fair enough, that is a variable. But maybe it makes sense to be up before the kids to have them get them ready so I can prioritise a 20-minute exercise session. Maybe. Maybe I, maybe I get the kids involved as well. Or maybe I walk the kids to school instead. Well, if you haven't got any kids, there should be plenty of time there in the morning to prioritise a bit of um, movement or exercise in the morning. Get the endorphin rush going 
we know it's we're going to be sitting down all day. So let's get let's get some uh, some stress reliever in place. Again, I'm just you know there's so many ways of doing this sort of stuff, but there's I'm I'm creating options there. And what we know about a successful dieting routine is that options is king. Whereas for some reason people tend to be very keen to go down strict restrictive diets, which again, kind of creates a bit of checkmate again. They get stressed out because we know that losing body fat can actually be quite a stressful process for the body. Uh, Cortisol actually goes up. So if we're creating extremely restrictive processes while cortisol is going up, it comes with the territory you're probably going to create an all or nothing solution, okay? You're probably going to go in and out quite a bit, Um, which it all comes down to how long you can stay on it for, right? And I don't think really diet and exercise should be an on it, off it thing. You know, the analogy I always use to the patients is, is that exercise specifically should really just be like brushing our teeth day to day. We all brush our teeth morning and night because it's the right thing to do. We, in the short term, don't want bad breath. We've all smelt that person's breath that's horrendous and we don't want that and in the long term we've got good teeth we've got better teeth okay and you don't just you know once you have nice teeth stop brushing your teeth you carry on doing it we understand that right um now exercise it doesn't need to be morning and night but two to three times a week you're going to have a stress reliever that's going to uh, you know mitigate stress in the short term it's going to make you feel better about your day it's going to help you create better mobility better cardiovascular health get better strength it's going to help with your confidence um and Oh, I've, I've lifted this the short and the long term there. I got a bit carried away there, but there's short and long term benefits. So why wouldn't we be doing it? You know, and the, the key thing about exercise is it just can't be zero. It needs to be, you know, two to three times a week, even if it's 20 minute sessions. That's an hour a week. If you haven't got an hour a week, I don't think you're prioritizing the right things. I, I think there needs to be set that set time. Because what we also know is, is that if we have kids and we're busy and all that kind of stuff, and I've just entered this world now and I'll be learning over the course of time and I'll get things right and wrong. But what we know is, if we prioritize ourselves and start feeling better, we serve people around us better as well. Okay, so again, I'm going around the houses a little bit there because I just want people to kind of really gauge and understand how important this is. And there is a way out. Okay, now, yes, bariatric surgery is a way out, but only if we adhere to the right process that I'm talking about here. Yes, you will get particularly aggressive weight loss in the early stages. Um, but over the course of time, due to things like our metabolism going down as we lose weight, um, due to the fact that it's just desirable to create more metrics of success, I do believe that becoming is better than being. If we are just so weight loss driven, yes, becoming is very exciting. But when we get to maintaining, I think people think there's this utopia of, oh, I've made it, that's it, I'm happy. No, we are definitely, uh, happiness is an emotional state that needs to be worked on continuously over time because, as I say, we know that life throws curveballs sometimes. What's your go-to when life chucks you a curveball? What's going to make you feel better in that time? Well, a balanced diet as consistently as possible with moderation, 80% on, 20% off, if you like, of, of, of protein being 100 grams plus. This is over the course of time post-op of fiber being on point, our fluids being on point, Uh, our sleep quality being on point, our exercise being on point. These are pillars that we know are always going to make ourselves feel better. Okay, I don't know anyone who has had a a, a good night's sleep and gone, I feel so much worse for it. I don't know anybody who is hydrated compared to dehydrated and thinks they feel worse for it. I do, and these things are free, right? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's not even like you have to go out. The reason why some of these companies get into people's head around energy It's because we are so de-energized in the first place, right? Like Starbucks and Costa Coffee are making money on energizing us because we're so deprived of sleep in the first place, you know? So what I'm saying is that these things sometimes might sound quite difficult in the early stages, but like any habit, you've got to do it long enough to see a reward in doing it. And once that starts to occur, 
you really start to win the game. Momentum is a very powerful thing. Confidence is a very powerful thing. Confidence, when we are obese, lives in two separate ways, okay? It lives in weight loss, no doubt about it. Weight loss tends to make people more confident. But it also lives in doing and being proactive and being progressive. And as I say, progressive, over-restrictive, three, six, five days a year. It's so, that, and well, that doesn't mean that you have to be running marathons or anything like that. Progressive to me, as I say, is concentrating your sleep quality, concentrating your water consumption, trying something new once a week, you know, going to a new environment, mixing things up a little bit. I said earlier on that obesity is the narrowing of things that give us pleasure. So, for example, we get stuck in that cycle a little bit of going to work, coming home, sitting at home, feeling a bit stressed out. That's going to make me feel better, that kind of calorie-dense food or, or, or alcohol or whatever it may be. So we know that environment is so, so powerful when it comes to obesity and, and putting on weight. So we need to change the environment up, okay? If you sit in a certain chair in front of the TV, you know, there's a chance there that, you're, that that's more... Um, of a vulnerable situation compared to go and playing tennis. No, no one's thinking about food when they're playing tennis. Uh, go and play paddle, go and swimming, go and do a yoga class, you know. This is a way of changing the environment up. Going for a walk, always available. Um, that's a progressive approach to this whole thing. A restrictive approach is, I can't have this, I can't have that, I'm going to just go to bed. <laughs> now, that will help your sleep quality, <laughs> but I think over the course of time that becomes less and less desirable, okay? So, like I said, I, you know, when I come on here, I, I do have a plan. I've got bullet points here, but I do tend to go down different um, avenues a little bit. But I really, really hope that some of the things I'm sort of saying here is you looking at your lifestyle, depending on where you are in your journey. I mean, some people here might be listening to this and it's more about, OK, I'm going to implement some of these things to help me maintain. And that's cool as well, because as I said, uh, sometimes becoming is better than being. The only way that uh, being is better than becoming is if you're laying down groundbreaking habits. Think about it. If you've got an extremely restrictive diet that's not very sustainable, but you're able to stick to it and you've lost weight, great, okay? Now what? What's the plan? <laughs> you know, you've you've lost weight, which is a, a very pleasurable thing, but we, if, you, if people think they're going to have all that momentum over the course of time, to suddenly think that they've just completed it, mate, it's job done at, um, at when they get to their goal weight, this is why people tend to have that yo-yo effect quite a lot, okay? But what can we lay down? I've mentioned quite a few things here that are going to work against obesity to create fulfillment, to de-stress us, to... And by the way, these things I'm talking about as well, things like exercise makes your sleep quality better because we know that sleep is the body's go-to for recovery. So if we exercise, we eat the right amount of protein, we sleep well, we, that cycle, that vicious, that vicious cycle, that virtuous cycle starts to come into play. It doesn't take too long, a couple of weeks, three weeks to kind of go, right, I, don't know, I feel better when I wake up in the morning. God, I've got no, no stress because I'm on time everywhere I go. And look, again, life's life. Things are going to get in the way sometimes. But it's how you overcome that. That becomes exciting. And if you don't, you don't. There's lessons learned for the next time. Progressive, proactive. What can we do to make ourselves be a doing person rather than so much in diet as you can't have this and you can't have the other? Um, I hope that has helped um again you know it's, it's one of those things where i mentioned earlier on that it can be physical it can be mental it can be emotional it can be psychological but i do feel that certain pillars in our week just like brushing our teeth morning and night will offer the solutions to this now again there are many layers to this sort of stuff it's not just a case of harry says eat your right protein get your water in and everything will be fine but i do think it will always make a good start because it just seems to be the case that when people aren't being uh, successful with their weight loss, these pillars aren't being achieved. Quite rarely do I hear someone say, I'm doing all these things, Harry, and um, 
you know, I, I feel like nothing's been achieved. I don't feel better. I don't feel energized. Quite rare. Okay. All the best from me. Have a wonderful, wonderful uh, day, a wonderful week. And I will look forward to catching up with you all very, very soon. Goodbye.